0: Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my money and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey boo, hey, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, we're going to talk about messaging. I love talking about messaging. I love talking about sales psychology. And today I want to come from the approach of... Is your messaging getting lost in transi- or in translation, right? Are people missing the message and so they're not buying? And I'm going to talk about some things that I commonly see as problems that a lot of coaches and service providers do in their content. And we're going to talk about just how to clean up your messaging a little bit. Messaging has been something that over the last maybe two years, I've been really intentional about going deeper with for myself, but also coaching my clients through messaging. And I find that when it comes to sales, your messaging will make or break your offer. It will make or break your sales. Um, and so I'm gonna probably do more talking about messaging and just things that relate to messaging because it really is important as you are you know, trying to grow and get your business to a point that you're sustaining those high cash months. So let's dive into this. First things first, I want to say, or I want to ask you, do you experience attracting clients who, or attracting people to you who say they like your content, right? Or attracting people to you that, you know, they're in your DMs and they're like, you know, oh, this was so valuable. Or they're commenting, this is so valuable. This is so helpful. Um, so people are, in, are engaging with your content, but they don't actually take the next step to buy or inquire. Okay, so you have engagement, but you don't have sales, right? If that is the case, you have a messaging problem. You have a messaging gap, okay? Something is going on with your messaging that's not pulling people through, what's my favorite thing? The customer journey, right? There's something happening in your messaging where you're just, I don't want to say falling flat, but you're just coming up short, okay? So let's talk about this messaging gap and how that's keeping you in a cycle that you don't want to be in, Mama. Like, for real, you don't want to be in this space. I have been in that space time and time again. I find myself, and I'm going to be honest, I find myself in this space a lot, right? Because I create a lot of content that is... Um, it's, it's very community-based, right, and community-driven. So sometimes people are excited for me or, you know, they're cheering for me as a community member or as somebody that they are coming along the journey with, but that doesn't lead to sales, right? So sometimes even I have to check myself when it comes to my messaging. So I'm not coming from the approach of, I got it all together and I know everything perfectly. I'm coming from the approach of, I i am constantly working on this. I'm constantly improving my own messaging, which is why you see things change all the time and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm I'm not afraid to change anything, but also from the experience of my clients who also have this battle of their message getting lost in the translation, right? Of there being a gap in your messaging that's keeping you from the sale, right? It's keeping you with engagement. It's keeping you with the likes and the comments and the shares and you know, people saying, oh, I'm so proud of you. I love this. You're so insightful or you're so inspiring you know you're so this that and the third but when it's time for you to promote an offer when it's time to sell you know that energy like it's like oh nobody is there it's crickets so let's talk about this first I want to talk about um well first I want to say I'm going to deep dive and tear up, well, I'm not gonna say tear up your messaging, but I'm gonna deep dive into supporting you with your messaging inside two areas. One, moms do business different, the accelerator. Inside there, that is a one-on-one experience that I'm walking through with you. And one of the things we do is we really drill down on your messaging and your angles, right? What is your system for how you are talking about your offers in multiple different ways? So we're gonna do that there. But then also, if you decide to come on the mama CEO retreat, I am gonna be digging into your messaging there as well and I'm going to help you craft your messaging and also craft visuals that um that support the message you're trying to get out there right so um those are two areas that I'm going to support you with this but I'm going to give you like a a teaser or like a slice of the big messaging pie and where you may be having a messaging gap in um in your messaging strategy so First, want to get a little technical and I try not to be too technical with things because, you know, I understand that like, listen, we're moms, like at the end of the day, you don't have to be an expert marketer, but you do need to be good at marketing, right? So you can leave the expert marketing stuff to me. Um, I'm just going to teach you how to get better at your own marketing or how to get better at your own sales. But I do need to kind of explain this one technical concept to you. So this technical, technical concept is called message market fit. Okay, so message market fit is basically the alignment in your messaging with the needs and desires of your of your audience, right? The needs and desires of your buyers, okay? Because I don't like to talk about audiences. I like to talk about either community or your buyers, right? That's it. Um, I'm not trying to have a big audience. I'm trying to have a community of people that are buyers. So for for our purposes, we're going to say our message market fit is the alignment of your messaging, right? What you're saying, you know, um, what your movement is, how you're presenting yourself, your messaging with the needs and desires of your community and of your buyers, right? So what do they need? What do they desire? What's the transformation they want, right? That is message market fit. And a lot of times we don't pay attention to this, right? We create an offer a lot of times in a vacuum, right? We create an offer without too much feedback. We, you know, create our own messaging. We create our own narrative for how we want to market it. And then we wonder why people don't buy, right? Or we wonder why we create all this content, but it doesn't actually convert, right? And it's because the message market fit is not in alignment, right? It's off. You may have good messaging, but it doesn't fit your community or your buyer's needs and desires or your messaging may not be that great and it's still not serving the needs and desires of your target audience right so that's why the alignment of this is so important so when you have message market fit, it ensures that your content is going to speak directly to your buyer and it's going to address their pain points, their their goals, their desires, whatever it is, right? When you have message market fit, now the content that you create actually speaks to them and not in a sense of it's inspiring them, right? So I don't know if you remember, but like, and even I've said this before, so, you know, when you, when you know better, you do better. But, you know, it, we used to be in a season in an era of business, or especially online business where inspirational like everybody was like you know inspirational content is like one of the content pillars that you should have but now you know in 2023 2024 beyond inspirational content is not going to get you where you want to go, right? It's not going to cut it because it may inspire them, but is it going to inspire them to action? A lot of time, a lot of times, inspirational content does not do that. And that is why, you know, people are seeing your content, they're seeing your posts, maybe you're educating people, right? Because educational content is one of those pillars. And so maybe you're educating people, but it may not actually activate them to do something, right? And that is where you realize, or that's where you see that there's this message market um, misalignment, right? There's a misalignment between your messaging and your community, your messaging and your and your potential buyers. So, like I said, message market fit is crucial because honestly, your messaging is the bulk of your marketing, right? The bulk of your marketing, the bulk of your strategy, the bulk of what you're doing depends on your messaging. This is why, like, and I, listen, I'm a I'm still going to be transparent and honest on this podcast. Like that is just, it's going to be what it is. Either you're going to love it and you're going to ride with me or you're not. But this is one of the reasons why as I was growing my business, I had so many flop launches. Like I have, like people talk about flop launches. You have not met flop launches until you've met me and my launch, like my launch history. And I mean, I I don't skimp on launches, right? I I create very in-depth, long launch plans. Like I really do the most, but I have had some just like, crazy flop launches and a lot of times it was because of the message market fit there was a lot of misalignment between my message and the needs and desires of my community and of my buyers and that's why a lot of times your offers are not selling because there is a misalignment in the messaging either uh, uh, and actually nine times out of ten it's usually because you are trying to either um I don't want to say this either you're too far ahead of where they are or you're just completely disregarding what they actually said that they need and sometimes it's because you don't know right so this is why I talk a lot about market research and I'm kind of jumping around on my outline but this is why I talk about market research so much and why I do it all the time and why I have my clients do it all the time because when you create your offers in a vacuum or when you you know, assume that you know and understand what your community needs, you will find yourself in misalignment when it comes to your message because now you're creating messaging based off of what you think is best and not what they're saying to you. And when it comes to sales, you have to give people what they want, right? You know they need something else, but you have to give them what they want first, right? So like for me, for for a while now, I have been wanting to force a mastermind i've been wanting to force you know higher level uh, coaching containers and all this kind of i've been trying to force those things and it just doesn't work right it's and, and it's not because my my community is not high level like you're high level you're 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 bomb like it's not about that it's simply it's not what you want right it's not what you want you want close connection right you want community. You want to know that other people are experiencing the same problems too. You want me to tell you the step-by-step of what to do, right? That's where Shmoney came from. The Shmoney Mama membership literally came from the fact that too many people would tell me on calls, listen, I just need someone to tell me step-by-step step, this is what to do. I just need somebody to give me a blueprint on how to market, how to sell. And so the Schmoney membership was created because literally I create an action plan every single month. It goes out. You just do the thing, right? You just execute. Literally one of the mamas just DM, well, she didn't just DM me. She posted inside of the Slack channel and she was like, it took me an hour and a half to write all the emails for the month exactly like that is what people need that's what that's what mamas need they just need to have the things done like they need to know what to do and for you to and for me to give you the blueprint of how it is so inside of shmoney i literally type up the whole email and you just plug and play your information right message market fit that is the importance of message market fit, right? I could continue to force a mastermind. I could continue to force and promote and try to sell a mastermind and it would sell. I'm not saying that I can't sell it or that it wouldn't sell, but it's gonna be so hard, right? It's gonna be so hard and you're gonna deal and I would deal and I do deal with people saying things like, oh, this is so inspiring. This is so helpful, blah, blah, blah but not converting, right? Why waste my time there when I can actually do something that is still in my realm of expertise? Like I'm still a one it but it's actually a fit right it's actually a message market fit okay so that's that was an example for you to just see like honestly what i deal with deal with like what happens in my own business so now that we've like kind of discussed what message market fit is and why it is so important right it's so important that you really understand your message market fit and that you're always evolving when it comes to your messaging and here's the thing the people that make the most sales they have the best messaging, right? Like, even when people's offers are terrible, right? Even when their products suck. Like, I've been inside people's, well, I do not say that. I haven't been inside people's programs that completely sucked. But I have been in containers where I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, this is so kind of janky or bootleg. And it's like, okay, but the marketing was spot on, right? Their, their message and their market fit was spot on. And it's because salespeople have to have and have to be good at their messaging. And contrary to popular belief or contrary to what you may want as a CEO, especially if you're the only person in your business, as a business owner, you are a salesperson. Because without sales, you are not a business, right? So point blank period, you just have to embrace that. And you have to get good at your message. You have to get good at articulating that you understand the needs Um, the desires, the problems that your buyers are having, and then bridge the gap with a solution, right? That is how you make it all fit together, right? That's where you, you have your message, you have the community, the market, and you're making it all fit together by bridging the gap with your solution, which is your offer, which you need to have really good messaging for. So I want to talk about a few things just really quickly because I don't want this to get too long, but I want to talk about a few things that can make your messaging very messy and cause you to lose the sale and just have your message get lost in the translation. So the first thing is jargon. Now, I'm I'm laughing about this because I started this episode with a concept, right? With, with. A piece of jargon right like the concept that I I shared the um the message market fit that technically is jargon right It's it's industry speak if you're not in the marketing space or if you're not in the sales space you probably wouldn't know that terminology but the difference between what I just did and what I'm telling you is a mistake is that I didn't give you that that term without any context right so I didn't tell you like you know oh message market fit it is so important this is the bulk of your your marketing blah 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 right I didn't go down that route I set the context i explained it to you so there's some nuance behind this this one right here but one thing that i see a lot of people do is you use industry specific terms or you use jargon that your audience doesn't understand your community doesn't understand it and therefore they're just not like they may be impressed by it they may think like oh wow she really knows her stuff but it doesn't activate them to move because they also feel like it might be at a higher level than what they're ready for right so this is something that happened to am I'm, I'm, I'm about to be sharing all my personal experience, but this happened to me, right? This happened to me where I got to a level because I was seeing things happen and progress in my business. I was learning so many things. I was like, you know, in different programs and you know, just getting all these certifications and all this kind of stuff. And then I started using jargon. I started to use very industry specific terms. I started to speak at a, a higher level than my community. And not that, people won't understand or people don't get it it's a simple fact of it's not language that your community can relate to so when you are saying you know this is what my offer can help you do but you use industry specific terms or you use you know like like if i if i created an offer and i was like yeah i'm gonna help you with your message market fit what like people are not gonna buy that but if i say i'm gonna help you craft magnetic messaging that's gonna attract buyers oh Now you get it. Now it's like, okay, I need that offer, okay? So that is, that's what it means. Like, that's what I mean by um, jargon can make your message messy, right? It can mess up your messaging. And now your message, what you're doing, the value you can provide is getting lost in the translation. So jargon is like one really big thing that I see happening. And I see it happen a lot as people, um, honestly, as you get better at what you do, (laughs) as you get better at what you do, I see this become a problem, right? And the reason why it becomes a problem is because now you have self-awareness Now you are just like fully immersed and just fully like walking in what you do and you're just like a one expert and what happens is you fall into this trap and now you're, you basically kind of set yourself back, right? So it's almost like, you know, you're being penalized for getting good at what you do. But it's like, you know, we just have to we have to remember and be mindful to always speak the language that people can relate to, right? Or set the context, right? Break it down so that people can really understand what it is that you're saying. Another thing that keeps your messaging messy or that, you know, causes you to kind of lose the sale from your messaging is a lack of clarity. So something that I see happen a lot is that people are just very vague, And when you're vague, it's going to confuse your your buyers or if you're using language and people are just like, I don't really understand what this means. Or on the other end, it's like you're using language that almost everybody else would use. And that is a sign that you don't have clarity, right? You don't have clarity in exactly what it is that you are doing. So this is something that's very nuanced, right? This is something that you kind of grow and evolve into. But this is also something that you see a lot of people like, you know, in the online space, they say things like, oh, if you're promoting that you can help someone get 10K months, you know, that's basic messaging, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes, sometimes, and and, and I just, you know, it's, it's a hill that I'm just gonna have to stand on. Sometimes I feel like, it's okay to say something basic if it's clear, right? It's okay to say something basic if it's clear. Because if you add in, you know, all this language that's like, you know, makes it sound super fancy or super, you know, dramatic, it's just like it it, it really ruins the message and it ruins the point. And people miss the point, right? So keep it clean. Even if it is something that may, you know, seem cliche to everybody else in the industry, if your community understands this language, then let it be what it is, right? Keep it clear, keep keep it clean. So um, this is also why I'm really big on like program promises or program statements um, or just like being able to explain your value, like your elevator pitch or something in one sentence right if you can sit down and do it in one sentence then you you you're very clear right your your messaging is very clear um i spend a lot of time and I, i'm sure you see me like always reworking like my one sentence to describe or my one you know phrase to describe each one of my offers because i understand that if that is not clear people will not buy right? Like, you will not buy if it doesn't seem clear, if it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm still kind of, you know, fumbling around with what I want shmoney to be, right? Like, what I want my one thing to be for shmoney, for the membership. But, you know, as of right now, I'm just kind of resting with the fact that, like, hey, shmoney is a membership that helps you make money. It helps you market and sell, and and it gives you the tools to do that, right? So, I mean, I know I kind of, like, went back and forth on it. But Schmoney is a membership designed to give you the tools you need to market and sell your business, right? It gives you templates to market and sell your your service-based and your coaching business, right? I gotta be specific about that because... I want to make sure the right people are there, but you know, there's that clarity, right? I'm not saying, you know, oh, inside this membership, I'm going to teach you a 20 step process, you know, or, or my signature process on how to do X, Y, Z. Like I'm not making it this long flowery thing because the more words I add, the more confused somebody gets, right? And it, it just messes up the message same thing when you are explaining who you are right this is why the Instagram bio or the elevator pitch gives people the blues it's because a lot of times you are lacking clarity and so it's important for you to just kind of root back into what am I doing right why did I start this business or why am I why is this offer a must-have offer for the person that buys it right who what what are they going to get as a result of being inside of here? You know, like shmoney, I mean, sometimes with shmoney, I would be wanting to kind of change and, and move it away from talking about the money because I know that shmoney is actually saving you time, right? While yes, you're going to make money in there. It really is saving you time. So there are just so many things that I'm playing around with over there. But in any offer you have, you just want to play around with how can you make it more clear, right? How can you make your messaging more clear? How can you, um, you know, not, I don't want to say dumb it down, but how can you like streamline your messaging to the most important things that need to be said? Another thing that I see that people do is that you don't address pain points. Now, pain points has been like, even for me, it's been like this off and on again thing, right? Because I recognize that sometimes speaking to pain points can, uh, it's not always helpful, but here's what I'm going to say when it comes to pain points, because I also hear the argument of like, you know oh, you know, pain point marketing is, is, um, is bro marketing and all this kind of stuff. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. Pain point marketing is not about, you know, badgering someone or, you know, making people feel bad. Pain point marketing is not about that. Pain point marketing is more so about acknowledging that there are challenges and you offering a solution, right? So you addressing or you bringing to light a challenge or an obstacle they may have, but also offering a solution. So, Pain point marketing is only a problem when you are just constantly like kind of belittling people or telling people what they're doing wrong without giving them a solution. So case in point, if I just did this podcast episode and all I said was, here's what you're doing wrong, jargon, lack of clarity, not addressing pain point." If that's all I said, then that would be a sleazy way to, you know, address pain points, right? Or to do pain point marketing. But instead, I'm giving you context, right? I'm talking about, you know, I'm I'm kind of setting the stage for, hey, here's why your messaging is so important. Okay, here are some mistakes that you're making. And then guess what? I'm getting ready to go and tell you how to fix this. And actually, as I've been talking, I've been also sharing different little tidbits on how you can, you know, fix this or things that you should think about to kind of shift um, so, that you don't continue to have these problems, right? So, pain point marketing, I think it gets a bad rap. And even I have kind of contributed to it because I'm because sometimes like I shy away from using the word pain points. And I, I truly believe it's just because I don't like the word pain. Um, I don't like the word pain. I don't like the word, you know, hate. Like, there are certain words that I just really don't enjoy <laughs> using. Um, so, I, I feel like that's what my hangup is. Um, but I just want to say that a lot of times, if you are not addressing pain points, if you're not addressing challenges or problems that people have, That is also what's keeping or what's making your message get lost in translation. Because the truth of the matter is, is that you have to put the word to people's fears because sometimes people don't know, right? Sometimes people don't know what their fears are or what their problems are, but they need to know that you know, right? That you understand where they're coming from, that you know, you know that these are the problems that they have because then they can trust you, right? Because maybe they can't put words to it, but if you can, now you look like, an authority right which you are you are an authority you are an expert and so you want to showcase that um of course in a loving and empathetic way right we don't want to do this in a sleazy way or or do this in a way where, where we're belittling our community or belittling our clients we want to do this in a way that actually you know empowers them to to um, you know trust us and to make a positive decision which is to hire us right so Um, At the very least, even if you're not gonna like go the hard, you know, pain point route, at least just create some problem aware content so that you can show them what the problem is or. Um, you know, kind of illuminate what the problem could be, right? Because you might not, you might have not came to this episode thinking that you had a messaging problem, right? But I hope in this episode, you're able to see, hmm, these are areas that I could improve in my messaging, right? Even if you feel really solid in your messaging, maybe you just hear one or two things in here, and it's like, hmm, this actually is kind of a problem for me. This actually is like, this could be a pain point for me, or I can see how this could be a problem down the line, right? So, You know, this is not to beat up on anybody's messaging in particular, but it is things that you want to think about as you are, you know, selling and you're wondering, hmm, why are things not resonating? Or why are people engaging with me, but they're not actually buying, right? And trust me, we've all been through seasons like that. So I want to talk about how to fix it, right? So now maybe you've been doing these things. Maybe you're just like, you're sick of, okay, people are liking my stuff. People are sharing, people are saving, people are doing all these things, but they are not buying. Like when it's time to buy, they just don't buy. So here's how you can fix this. Number one, which I feel like you should have seen this one coming, but it's the market research. You need to understand your clients, right? You need to understand your community. But again, more importantly, you need to understand your buyers, your actual clients. Go back to your clients and figure out when they came to you what were their problems what were their needs what were their desires what were the goals that they have right or that they had when before they worked with you like before they paid you what was going on you should have this data somewhere you should have an intake form you should have an application you should have some dms you should have something to give you a little bit of context right and then you need to start asking your community that hasn't bought from you right because maybe your past clients are at a different level right maybe you maybe things are changing and so you need to get a current pulse of what's going on in your current community so do some market research do some surveys hop on some calls i know that it's not the most fun thing in the world but like hop on some sales calls hop on some you know free um you know free short coaching calls just to get a feel for what people actually need research is going to be key to crafting content that speaks directly to your your um your buyers and research is going to i'm sorry market research is going to be so key in you actually tightening up your messaging so that you don't get lost in the translation the next thing you can do to fix this is to be specific or like have some personalization in your messaging so what i mean by this i don't um and I don't want you to get this confused with niching down, but I want you to just get specific with speaking to um, one person or a, um, a specific segment of your community, right? One size fit all content is not going to work for everybody. And what I mean by this is, you know, creating educational or inspirational content, like just just having big umbrella Uh, content styles is not going to serve everyone the the way they need to be served i actually have um, i might do another podcast episode on this but i actually have like content um content lenses that are not the typical aspirational um you know educational whatever like it's it's not those um topics i might do an episode on that just so you can kind of see how your content should actually look in order to convert And how I am very intentional about how I create my own content, but also the content that I put inside of the action plans inside of Shmoney. So inside Shmoney Mama, I'm very intentional about why we're creating these posts and what is the intention behind these posts. And it's because I'm always thinking about specific, um, sorry. (laughs) I'm always thinking about being specific when it comes to your messaging, right? I'm always thinking about how can this one piece of content speak to a very specific type of buyer or a specific type of person, right? And so that's, that's how you can fix your messaging is by whenever you create a post, think to yourself, what is the objective, right? And who is the one person that I'm trying to speak to or the one type of person that I'm trying to speak to? um again this is not about necessarily niching down but it's about again having that clarity in your messaging and then lastly is to test things right um i know that that's like probably like the least fun part and you're like okay well how does that fix things well it fixed things fixes things because the more you test your messaging the more you test your content types the more you're able to see the impact of the changes that you're making the more you're able to see how your audience and how your community is responding right and expect a dip right i want to tell you that up front expect you know not to get maybe as much engagement but i would rather have less engagement and more people you know booking a sales calls or or filling out application you know i would i would rather have more of that right so maybe you get less engagement on the front end and it may feel like people aren't engaging with it or feel like people aren't actually you know um you know, uh, maybe enjoying the content, but in reality it's because the com- the content is actually converting, right? It's high converting content. So a couple of other things that I want you to think about when you're thinking about fixing your messaging or working through your messaging is to shift your messaging from disempowering people or like attracting low energy people by speaking to their desires. And what I mean by this is sometimes I find that when we're trying to inspire people or when we're trying to educate it actually like makes people feel worse about themselves so instead of trying to guess what will work just speak to what you know the result is that people want right when you speak to the results that people want you don't hurt anybody's feelings right and i'm not saying that you shouldn't create polarizing content because i'm definitely really big on like having a stance and standing on it but i also want to encourage you to not just have such like vague big concepts that you're trying to teach like oh you know five tips to do this but whatever whatever because sometimes that actually like brings in people that just aren't a good fit in the first place right like somebody that's you know saving all your content because you're saving tips and tricks they might not actually be a high ticket buyer and so your messaging is actually bringing in low energy people right instead speak to the big picture result that someone's looking for because when you put language to that when you say this is what I serve and support people with or this is how I help somebody do something or whatever when you do that now you're bringing in somebody that knows that you have the solution and that you're the solution that they are specifically looking for and not someone that you know needs you to hold their hand the whole time right because that's what we don't want clients that we have to you know handhold or enable right like we want to do it because we want to provide a high touch experience but we don't want to do it because the client themselves is actually misaligned so and that's a messaging thing right Another thing that I want you to think about is to focus on and, and kind of going with the same point is to focus on their vision so that you can attract a more empowered and ready buyer. And so kind of with the same thing that I just said, it's like you want to speak to the desire, but you also want to speak to that person that can see the big picture, right? That has a actual vision that they're working towards, right? So not only do they want this transformation or this result, but in the grand scheme of things, they also want this, right? So for example... I speak to a buyer. I speak to moms that want high cash months, but the bigger vision that I speak to is moms that want to work the bare minimum, moms that want to spend more time with their families, moms that want to, you know, steward life and business well, moms that want to feel empowered as a CEO, moms that want to forget that they even have businesses in the first place because they're just enjoying their life that much and their business is literally running on autopilot. That is the bigger picture vision that I'm speaking to, but the transformation. that that I, you know, sell at first glance is, hey, I'm going to help you reach high cash months. Hey, I'm going to help you have more peace, right? Like, hey, I'm going to help you be more productive, right? I speak to those different things. So you want to also think about focusing on the vision. And so a concept that I I teach inside Moms Do Business Different is not only do you need to have your core or your main message, your program promise, whatever, you also need the angles, right? Because basically what I just said is, I just told you the big picture messaging, right? Or not yet, yeah, the big picture messaging, which is like, hey, I'm going to help you hit high cash months. I'm going to help you do it sustainably, right? I'm going to help you work less than 20 hours a week. But the other angles that I can speak to and the other pieces of messaging that that um, kind of round out the vision for, for the mom that I'm serving is, you know, hey, not only are you going to have those high cash months, but guess what? You're going to work, you know, you're going to do the bare minimum right? You're going to be able to work less than 20 hours a week. You're going to be able to forget you have a business, right? Because your business is so peaceful, it it don't stress you out, right? Like those are the other, that's the big picture vision that somebody wants, right? People don't just want the money, right? Us moms don't just want the money. We want the life, right? We want a lifestyle that we can actually enjoy. That's what I want, right? I'm literally speaking to my own self, right? I'm, (laughs) And I'm not trying to create like, you know, mini Ks or anything, but I am trying to surround myself with more people that want to be like me. I literally, have a client her name is Kay it's so funny because her name is Kay as well and like we both just kind of laugh about the fact that like at some point we would love to just work zero hours and just make a lot of money right now of course we know that we still have to do something somewhere but it's like it's just nice to surround myself with other people and other moms that also just do not dream of labor do not dream of having to work 24 7 right we we figure out how to work smarter and I feel like that's a superpower for moms we we know how to work smarter okay so a way to really like fix your messaging and get your messaging tight is to just think about what is that vision right so not only are you speaking to their desires the transformation they want but what is that bigger picture right what is what is you know the desire or the result they want rooted in right so yes someone may say they want photos right so for photography somebody may want photos they want family photos but the deeper thing they want is to capture the memory right um just recently I did a photo uh, I did Christmas mini sessions and um and I didn't realize you know just how much people connect with my messaging of capturing every moment and I had a beautiful woman reach out to me about doing family photos of her and her elderly parents because her um, father is in hospice care and it was just like she was like I just couldn't think of another person that could capture this moment better than you and it almost brought tears to my eyes because I was like wow I've used that messaging all the time and in like it just really hit me hard. Like, it just... I always, you know, think about capturing every moment for every family or every person that I serve, but in this setting, it's like this is why I say what I do, right? This is this is the this is that deeper vision that people are looking for, right? I can I can give you the transformation. I can take the photos for you, right? That's not a problem. But that deeper vision, that is the next level of your messaging and that's what makes your message sticky, right? And makes it to where it doesn't get lost in translation of what you do or what you're providing because people are rooted into the entire thing. So I went off on a kind of a tangent. I want to wrap this up really quick by just saying that if you are in a space where you're like, oh my gosh, people are engaging on my stuff, people like my stuff, but they are not giving me that energy when it's time to buy, there is a difference between engagement and conversion, right? And the way that this all comes together, because I know it is very annoying to have a peanut gallery and no sales. It's, this this is one of the big reasons why I stopped using my personal brand, Mrs. K Hillman, to promote my business. Because on my personal brand, I was mixing my content. I was talking about my kids, I was talking about, you know, married, I was talking about, you know, business. It was just a lot of things going on. So there were a lot of people over there that were literally the peanut gallery. And I love the peanut gallery, there's nothing wrong with them, right? I love my friends, I love my influencer friends, I love, you know, all the people that I've met and just the community that I've built over there on that page, but it wasn't a business, right? Right? It wasn't designed to sustain a business. And so it would be frustrating when I would like promote an offer and it wouldn't sell or I would have to sell so hard on my stories because like, listen, I'm a stories queen. I could sell how anything in my Instagram stories pretty fast. And, um, but I didn't enjoy, I didn't, it wasn't fun anymore, right? It wasn't fun. So I understand what it's like to have, you know, an engaged community, but people are not buying. And so if that's happening to you, I want you to recognize, and I want you to kind of separate yourself from the engagement, right? The engagement is not an indicator of their buying intentions, right? So them liking, them commenting, them sharing, them saving, that is not an indicator of their buying decision, right? So you have to just separate those metrics from what actually matters, right? And what actually matters is the sales conversation, right? So I would rather a post get no likes and someone DM me than for my post to get a hundred likes and nobody DM me, right? So you have to separate yourself from the metrics that happen on the content. And when you do that, content creation becomes so much easier because now you're not trying to necessarily feed the algorithm or do all these kind of things, right? What you're trying to do now is make sure you're saying the best thing to get someone to talk to you, to get someone to book a call, to get someone to DM you, right? So that you can have a sales conversation. Engagement it is a positive sign, right? It is it's it's a it's a good indicator that people are resonating, right? but it does not directly translate into sales. And so if you're constantly getting engagement, likes, all this kind of stuff, first off, that's passive engagement, right? A like is a passive engagement. We really want to think about our goal. And if your goal is to sell, if your goal is to make a sale or to, you know, get people to book a sales call, for people to inquire then that is the metric you need to focus on right so when you're looking at your content you need to be asking yourself what posts what type of content what was i saying that made people book a call what 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 did i say that made people want to you know dm me like what 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 did i say that made them have a dm conversation with me right that's what you need to be paying attention to and then double down on that kind of content and it may not be the sexy content right it may not be the reels right it may not be you know uh the trending audios right it may be you talking to the camera right it may be you creating carousel right i'm, I'm realizing now that carousel posts are bay okay i'm in a season where car- carousel posts are really doing well and they are really converting people into dming me or people you know having a conversation in my um in my comment section that I can then go back and have a DM conversation with them about it. Right. So that is what where you need to focus. So conversion, making a purchase, that is requiring a higher level of commitment from people. And because of that, they may not like or comment on your stuff. It's it's one of the reasons why people say that whole thing of like, you know, uh, people may like not like your comment your content, but they see you. It's like that same concept, but I actually think even better of people. Like I actually think that if someone doesn't like my post, it's because they have the intention to do something more with me, right? So, it's not that they're ignoring me or they didn't see my post. It's literally the fact that like, okay, I don't have to comment on this because we're going to have a conversation about this anyway. So, it's not a big deal, right? Like it's just, it's normal, right? Normalize people DMing you ha, like, and tell people like, hey, I'm open to conversations. DM me, I want to talk about this, right? Be open to those conversations. Share that you are having conversations. Share what you talk about on your sales calls or whatever. That way people feel invited to um, engage with you in that capacity. Okay, I feel like I said a lot in this episode. I hope that this really helped and served you. And I hope it didn't feel like, you know, a bunch of jargon. <laughs> but I am just like really passionate about messaging. I'm really like passionate about making sure that you are like nailing your messaging. And just really getting good at um at, at making sure that you are articulating how you can change people's lives because I know, I know, mama, that you are a life changer, that you are, that you get people results, that you change people's lives for the better, but sometimes. It gets lost in translation because our messaging is off. So I hope this episode was able to help you um, really quick. Don't forget to grab your ticket to the Moms Do Business Different um, live conference that's happening in Texas in May of next year, or to grab your ticket for the Mama CEO retreat that's happening happening in uh, September of next year in, uh, in, where are we going? Gosh, I forgot. Oh, Colombia. <laughs> so that is it for this episode. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it. So go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so Ayantha knows is real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.